I see an opening. I come on, love, aren't you just joking? Shut, Shut up. up. Had enough of keeping our mouth shut. It's time for some serious facts. Chat, vulvas, and sex. I won't stop talking. Pits, pubes, ovaries spoken. Let power follow through her highness. Who runs the world? V is for vagina. Hello and welcome to V is for Vagina, the podcast where we have fascinating conversations about vaginas, people that have vaginas and all sorts of related issues. Um, I'm Hannah. I'm Em. And we're super excited to welcome you to um, this week's podcast. Um, so we've got an interesting topic this week, don't we Em? We do. It's, it's a subject that's close to my heart. Um, we're going to talk about orgasms today. Uh, which I'm very excited about because I, I love talking about orgasms. It's one of my, my favourite subjects because I not only, well, as most people do, I not only really enjoy having orgasms, but I also think that it's like a very political thing. And I I felt like this for the last, sorry, since I was about maybe 15, that like actually it's really important that women talk about their orgasms and uh, their sort of sexual pleasure. And particularly when I think um, so many women learn about their sexual pleasure from I think I think like from their partners and so sort of going through that experience um I mean that was certainly how I began to learn about it but before we get into that um you know any anything to report Han have we got anything any updates for anyone um I a fun thing happened this week um a friend invited me to go a well she invited me to do exercise which is an, a stupid idea in the first place um but the specific type of exercise there is a climbing wall opening in london um which is the um it's made of like body parts so like what? yeah so like instead of rocks there's like oh yes i did see boobs this. I did and see- penises and I guess there's also vaginas that you stick your feet in, and I'm not quite sure how I feel about that, that you would climb off a wall by groping on a tick. Seems a little bit um, interesting. Not sure how I feel about it, but I guess the um, one oh, could I have great fun. One could have great fun with that. Um, but um, I have a fear of both exercise and of doing exercise in front of other people where people see how poor I am at exercise. So we shall not be doing that. Um, But who knows, maybe I'll overcome my fear and you'll get a report soon on um, how I scaled a wall of tits. Actually, Actually, I did did have something happen to me this week. I I realised, which I thought I'd talk about because it's really bothered me since. Um, I I went to an event which is about um, women getting into politics. Right. And it was run by uh, this organisation, which I remain nameless, but the two presenters were these two um, white women. Um, And they had like on one of the slides, it was sort of about like how to become an MP, if you want to become an MP. And it was an interesting event until it got to the point where um, they had like different female MPs on the screen and like on the PowerPoint and they like did all the bios. Um, And then it seemed that Essentially, they had a picture of Tulip Sadiq there, which is great. It's great. But then they, she said, oh, sorry, I accidentally printed off Seema Malhotra, who's another MP's um, a bio. And I was just like, that is just so horrible and like racist and terrible. And I was like really, really frustrated by it. Yeah. Um, no, and really, it was just like, it was so apparent that. that that's obviously what had happened, that it was just like, got people confused. And this, sorry, this isn't related to orgasms in any way. I just found it really frustrating. That, that is like, frustrating. That's you know, it's really 2017 and like that sort of, 
you know, it was, I mean, she Especially obviously... in a women's empowerment space. Yeah, and, and also, like, obviously she was like, oh, you know, it was a bit... She was trying to sort of laugh it off, but it's actually, like, not funny. And I, I, was, I found it really uncomfortable. I think a lot of people in the room found it really uncomfortable. And, yeah, I just thought it was just a ridiculous thing. And, you know... Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I think maybe we'll kick off on orgasms with... Um, so I, I have been, um, I guess, aware and not aware of orgasms for a while. I mean, that makes no sense, but I'll explain what I mean. So my mum's favourite film is When Harry Met Sally. Um, and I it's meant to be a 15, right? I've been watching that film since I was about six, um, When Harry Met I mean, Sally. It's pretty harmless. It's, it's, it's great, When Harry Met Sally. And it still is actually one of my favourite films. And, and one of the reasons I like it so much is partly because I have great memories of watching it with my family as a child, which is interesting, and partly because um, I love how frank they are talking about like sex and sexuality and um obviously the really famous scene is meg ryan's orgasm in cats's deli um not just because my mum made the name is cats but i've always had a very close affinity with that establishment and when i finally went there for the first time a few years ago it was like really incredible um and for years i genuinely thought so for those of you who haven't seen the film she's basically faking an orgasm to prove to her friend that her friend Billy Crystal, that a lot of women can fake orgasm. And she fakes this orgasm and um, everyone in the restaurant starts starts watching. And afterwards, a woman sitting at a nearby table says, oh, I'll have what she's having. You know, that was ad-libbed. Yeah, that's incredible. And and genuinely for years, I I genuinely believe that that Meg Ryan really liked salad. (laughs) Like, really liked salad. And I really like... I really dislike salad. I mean, you're getting a theme here. I don't like exercising. I don't like eating salad. Like, you know, there's a whole theme of things going on here. But, you know, I I, I didn't really... It didn't. It never really twigged for me that, you know, one of the most iconic scenes about orgasms in, like, I guess, recent, like, American Hollywood film, I, I just... It totally went over my head. Like, I, I thought for years that she really, really, really fucking liked salad. Um, and I, I judged her for that. Well, I think I mean I think there's like an element about how um well I think what I find I think this all fundamentally comes back to like how we teach young people about sex and sex education because the narrative you get if you go to like sort of a general mainstream school is um you know male ejaculation uh which is the male orgasm um in can result in pregnancy and therefore mm. um you know that's the biggest thing that girls have to worry about they have to worry about getting pregnant or they have to worry about getting like gonorrhea or something and like the idea of like female pleasure is just not taught whereas you know you know the fundamental basics of male pleasure is like built into our sex education yeah. system um and women sort of exp- and then and then within that there's this like inherent sort of worry or concern or anxiety that comes with like having sex or sexual experiences or sexual pleasure and i think that that's sort of of when perhaps you know you know we're not really taught about female orgasms and i think that you know there is this sort of mismatch between like how girls just aren't taught about like mm. that sort of pleasure and self-pleasure and that kind of thing and our and you know that really does impact on our relationship with our bodies and our relationships with vaginas and um yeah i don't know maybe that's why the yeah, salad I'm... thing was sort of you always thought it was about salad as opposed to about yeah <laughs> i do actually have a rule about or i used to have a rule about not faking orgasms but Good um, for you. Well, um, I, subsequently broken. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I think that also like there's a really interesting um, thing where um, there's it's like whether a woman or not, and this is part actually linking to what you said about never faking, but like 
that even a woman having an orgasm is like in a way still actually deigned to just make a man feel good about the fact he can give a woman an orgasm yeah, no, that's and actually that's the fact that like true. it feels good for a woman is actually I kind of viewed as secondary to the fact that like a man should feel proud that he'd made his girl orgasm well I just remember yeah there's also it. like this thing I think with like men who like to think they've like discovered feminism where they you know they really want to tell you when you have sex with them that they want to like make you come and they're like I want to make you come and you're like that's well, what that's... do you want like a prize like I don't under- like that's I sort know, of that's like... why I'm here like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't... <laughs> that's the whole point right you know and it's but you know there is this all this this element where I think because it is something that seems like quite elusive when it like it's not actually that elusive um or it shouldn't be like it shouldn't be something that's sort of seen as this sort of um you know, mystery or things like conquer or solve. Yeah. Um, which I think is like quite problematic. Um, but yeah, no, I just find it really funny. I feel like that's definitely something that I've sort of noticed as I sort of have different sexual partners. And obviously that's different to sort of self-pleasure and which we'll get to in a yeah, different we'll episode. That's my favourite subject. That's right. <laughs> it is Hannah's favourite subject. But um, yeah, no, it's an interesting one. I mean, do you remember this? Like, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe that was only my sort of experience with sex ed when I was a when I was yeah school, I, was that I different don't... for you like I, I mean I read a lot of like Cosmo and um we had something called Cleo which is like basically the same yeah I definitely and... I read Cosmo and I thought I was so bloody grown up I was like well I'm reading Cosmo like I'm reading about how to give a guy a hand job like wow but that's the thing that's what you that's know, what Cosmo like, again, was it was exactly. like literally all about like how to give good blowjobs yeah. how to give good hand jobs I mean I think it's changed I feel like it's it, yeah and I hate that it's less heteronormative now um, I, I don't buy <laughs> magazines anymore. I, was I really amazing, don't know. There was this amazing article in like, um, uh, Cosmo Australia, which I've, I've got a photo of it on my phone, maybe I'll post it on Twitter, um, about like Cosmo, about whether like you had to do like, you know those quizzes where you have to ask like, yes, and you go down one line and yeah, no. And yeah. it was about whether you were a lesbian. And it was like, what? <laughs> you've kissed a girl, now what? Do you want to kiss her again? Yes or no? <laughs> it was extremely. Right, yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, oh, that, was a, that was a tangent. Yeah, that that is that that's a fun that's a fun little quiz for you right there. That's just um, the worst. Yeah, I the worst. I think that um, I remember at school like um, it was this kind of horror thing where I remember you know someone once shared data you know someone's data email that did you know that so and so's mum only had sex for the first time after they got married and got pregnant on the first time and that's why so and so's here and imagine how traumatic it would be if the first thing you ever did when you had sex was got pregnant and there was really no ever mention of a pleasure like the whole thing was the whole idea was that basically it's a horrifically traumatic experience that you get married you have sex you have very painful childbirth and then you're trapped and um, <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, then and you're then trapped, yeah. and then annoying little like people no, in private schools will spread rumors oh, no, about how great. they how they you know want to speculate about your sex life the entire time after via your child, which is very bizarre. Um, but um, I I um I've recently personally had a bit of like a personal renaissance around this sort of issue. Um, so, like, M knows, I have been in, like, the hunt for the big A for a while. I'm, like, I'm basically just a really lazy wanker. Like, I, <laughs> like, I am. Like, I don't know, like, I get tired, you know, I start too late. And then I just, you know, like, I've got It is, quite, like, you do have to commit, I think. You, you have to get commit. There. You yeah, have and to commit. I've got, like, I've got hypermobility. So I have really weak wrists and, um, <laughs> you know... I, I, I just, you know, I got tired and I started being like, you get to the point and I, I just got more sexually frustrated all the time because I would get so far and then I'd be like, oh, I think I'll go to bed now. And um, and 
And um, I, yeah, I, I guess I never really gave it all I got. And, you know, I'm happy to report now that, like, jumped over the hurdle. You've jumped over the hurdle yeah, at Muzzle Top. Thank That's you. great. It's wonderful. <laughs> well, I think, um, I mean, I think there's But definitely... it was really tiring. It, it was so tiring. No, and, but I um, think, I definitely You have think... to put so much work into it. And I just think, like, Jesus, man, like... Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I, I do make fun of the men, like a lot of the men that I've had sex with over the years. And, I, and it just obviously like is a thing. But I think there is also this element that it is a bit more complex, let's say, to sort of make women orgasm at, or people with yeah. vaginas orgasm. Um, but I don't think it's sort of this um, mystery thing that, you know, it's sort of like, no. oh, and, and I think the other problem, I think that's a lot of women end up like internalizing that and seeing it as like a failure if they don't, yeah come with their partners or, yeah, or, or like or, if they don't if their partners don't know how to pleasure them that that's like something that's wrong with them and I think you know yeah. I think I think all people I think men also probably have experiences yeah, where I, they feel that um you know they're somehow in, inadequate or fa- or failing because they their partner can't pleasure them and I think that that's like only really solved I guess by talking about it being, a, being okay yeah. to talk about it with your and, partner and I what do. you like and what you don't like and you know that that to me is like really fundamental to this question because I don't think girls are told to talk about, you know, what turns them on, what they enjoy, what they don't. Like I think that is something that you have to like push yourself to do in a way. Yeah, that I think be. it requires a lot of trust in yourself and in the person you're talking to, and and I think that I do feel like I've been in a lot of conversations where I really feel like, and this is you know women talking about it too as well as guys, um, just like kind of bullshitting about it just kind of like wanting so badly to say that they've had a certain type of experience that it kind of feels artificial and maybe it's just some of the conversations I've been in but I do feel like people put themselves under a really tremendous amount of pressure to like feel as if like you only know what you're talking about if you've had like this kind of orgasm or like you only know what you're talking about if you can like be part of this kind of joke and I do feel like there's a pressure and I do feel like you know I think we tend to, as like maybe in the Western world, put so much emphasis on like the times at which things should be happening. Like, oh, you should be, you know, like what do you mean you've never tried anal? Like, what do you mean you've never got a vibrator in Antlers? And and you know, and we'll we'll talk about vibrators another week. But for sure, with me, like I was petrified of buying a vibrator for a very long time, and I don't know why, but I just really had it in my head that like it's not something I should do yet, and I really policed myself. And I do think a lot of women de-police themselves and it and it becomes a very um yeah definitely definitely yeah. police yourselves and like police yourselves with your partners like I think people feel self-conscious about being able to like say this is what I enjoy or like because they're worried about looking a certain way and like I don't know I just think everyone everyone should you know have lots of good orgasms I think that's my my fundamental yeah, I, point I, you know and I, I also agree I also agree yeah oh, okay I mean I think probably most people would agree. I'm not sure if that's the most controversial statement we've ever no, made no but... probably not but it's a statement that that maybe is not always verbalized and actually I've been really inspired by a friend of mine who kind of like took it into her own hands recently and she was like around the same time that I've really been trying to push myself to like try different things that that I've sort of like been too scared to try for a really long time. My friend decided that she wanted to go in for this thing called clitoral massage, and I thought it's a type this... of yoga. No, I I actually don't really know what it is. No, like, it's a type, it's a type of yoga. It's like yoga. No, no, it is yoga. It's yoga. It is, yeah. 
Okay. It's in- I, I, I maybe should start doing more yoga then. Really, <laughs> um, and, and like, basically, we had this really interesting conversation about it because... You know, she's. It's not happened yet. It's been booked in for one. It's pretty expensive. So like, I was like, wow, like, good for you investing in something for yourself. Like, that's really great. Um, and she's doing this thing, and essentially, someone's gonna like massage her clip, and like, it's kind of about learning to like embrace orgasms or whatever. I don't fully understand it, but I'm. I really want to be supportive, and I'm like, it's about, I've it's about requested like a review afterwards. Like, I've requested like a thorough review. Um. <laughs> But um, the thing that was um, the thing that pr- provided like a lot of the conversation we had around it, kind of the crux of it, was that they refused. They said it had to be a man. The person they they what? the woman they said it had to be a man. You're not allowed to have a woman perform it on you. It has to be a man, and um, and and I, I mean, she's bisexual, so it was kind of like, well, that's a bit of a heteronormative assumption about me to begin with. But why but, does it have to be a man? I really don't know. It's that's just the stipulation, and and I that was something that I felt was really problematic. I mean, I think that just sounds a bit creepy, if I'm honest. Yeah, well, that's what it is. It does sound. It it did start to sound creepy, and we did have those doubts. And it's very expensive, so like it's kind of like if you're paying that amount of money, and it and it's a woman wants to do something transactional financially for her own pleasure. Why are there still these kind of like assumptions around it that they have to dictate? Um, but it was interesting because actually recently, um. There's also, I think someone, it was a podcast, someone told me about an article about these kind of classes um, where a woman had like a really positive experience the first time and the second time they went, um, they basically just really didn't like it. And it was the partner, the person, that the guy that she'd been put with was not good and, and asked, like, can I have a swap? But the other woman in the group was like, oh no, you can't do that because it'll be really, like, it'll really, like, be upsetting to him like you'll make him feel really bad if he feels he hasn't done a good job but isn't he just, isn't he yeah. just like when he work yeah. there it's not her actual like romantic partner i know exactly and even though like exactly. this was meant to be a thing that this woman did for herself she was still kind of being forced to put this random guy's feelings and you know and the this protectionism to not emasculate him before her own pleasure and i thought that was absolutely like mind-blowing yeah. and i think and that... not in a good way not mind-blowing in a way we want to be saying on a podcast yeah. about <laughs> orgasm i mean i think i think that's a really important point because i think that you know um if you are heterosexual and you have heterosexual sex like i think there is definitely this idea where like as i said i used to have a, a policy of not faking orgasms because i think you know it's it's stupid and you never learn and like how you, you have to be able to have open communication and it's okay to not get there sometimes or ever but there have also been points where i think particularly when i've been with partners or men who I I feel like there's always there's there's some sort of like there's always something not quite right in terms of our sort of interactions more generally I think and that's why you know often those relationships don't really go anywhere but I think there is this element where you you feel a bit bad and you don't want to um yeah you don't want to either emasculate them or you don't want to um you feel like a pre- they're putting a pressure on you or an expectation yeah. that you should be really enjoying For what sure. they're doing and sometimes you are and sometimes it's great and it's not necessarily like damaging or upsetting it's just a bit like you know yeah not even disappointing just a bit irritating it's just like i don't want to feed your ego um when like you're not doing what i'd really like you to do um and and i I guess another point about actually about women always feeling like they can communicate what they want and what they need yeah for sure and and, um i you know read a lot of awful lot of really crap blogs and really i read i read a lot about these kind of things online and and something that seems really consistent is that like women just do not seem to be comfortable communicating what it is they want and and i you know and i think that we have to start 
pushing ourselves to do that. Yeah, uh, I mean, obvi- I, I mean, obvi- I mean, obviously, like people in different situations might not feel able <laughs> I, to like. Sure. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think there is definitely, like, but I think it's also an element element of us also learning about you know our own bodies and what we enjoy and and yeah and like I think that if you know if you're with a partner who isn't okay with you saying no you're not doing that right or I'd like you to do it this way I mean I think there's elements of how you have those conversations yeah for sure you know I mean well the way that I envision it I like to get a crib sheet and I you know (laughs) I say oh uh this bit a star this bit be mine no not really I think it would be really fun though actually to give someone like a a detailed breakdown yeah you know like when you have an appraisal at work 360 (laughs) get together all the people you've ever sex Let's do a feedback sandwich. What went well there? What can we do differently? What What's the overall message going on? I think we could even go further with the star method. The star method. What was the situation? Oh, yeah. Situation, task, action, result. Yeah. I think it's also like, I don't know. It's funny. I think that, I guess the other thing I find is that sometimes when you have like really intense orgasms, um, you know, you're not kind of sure what it, sometimes, like it's obviously always different. Like sometimes, you know, you can't really quite explain what it is that's, made you get there but you know the general process should be like you could sort of have like a, vic- a vague idea of like the general formula does that make sense so like yeah for sure and, you know and I think like for me there are elements of it where like I freak myself out a bit um like sometimes like my left leg shakes really badly and I'm like no I don't <laughs> like it and it scares me and I start thinking I'm having some sort of fit in my left leg and then I I'm like oh do I want to go through with this now um my left you think leg you're like having a minor me. stroke yeah well yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, but I read, I literally, like, I read a Daily Mail article where someone don't basically had a stroke when she you... came. Well, I didn't mean to, but <laughs> I don't know, like, there was an article about someone having a stroke. I mean, stroke I feel like, I mean, I feel like that's just, like, was a, just... another example of, like, the Daily Mail war on women. No, but someone honest. legit, someone had a stroke when they came and, and it well, petrifies me. I don't want to, you know, maybe I'm, what? I'm one of these people that's slightly, um, shall we say, oversensitive to fear of medical decline of your general body, um, my body, I have mean? many medical issues and um, it's quite amusing. I have the body of like an octogenarian. I'm currently on medication, which is usually only prescribed to women over the age of 65. Um, it's working great, uh, but it is quite a funny situation. My doctor is literally like, I don't know if I want to give you this. It's, you're the youngest patient I've ever had. Um, so that's, you know, an interesting tidbit, I suppose. Um, yeah, I think... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I interrupted you. Can no, you it's sorry. fine. It's fine. I feel like... I was going slightly off the um, off the derrick, off the path anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think recently also, I mean, obviously, you know, there's been lots of sort of talk now, I think particularly with like, the rise of like social media and the internet and blogging, as you say, um, you know, there are all these areas and like different websites and stuff that you can uh, learn about sort of female pleasure or sort of vagina related, vaginal pleasure, I should say. Um, for example, obviously this, oh my God, OMG Yes, OMG, yes. website, which I actually just find quite I mean it's, I think it's great like it's a really it's a really like amazing tool so basically it's a website that's set up and you learn about like different techniques about the female orgasm and um vaginas and like yeah. how and you can do these like um it's got like a touch sensor so you so can like I practice done the touch so so I yet. have I did it I actually did it today in preparation for this podcast but I, I did it's a bit, yeah yeah I did <laughs> but it's, it's different if you do it on like your phone or because on your like, on your laptop doing it on your phone gonna be the same as doing it on your own 
because if you do it on your laptop you have to use basically you can like click on the on the clip basically and it'll like tell you if you're doing it correctly go, no no literally it's like and like you'll be like oh yes that's good and you're like, but it's just because you have to click the mouse it just feels a bit weird but if you do it on your phone it's probably more like a touch screen yeah well so i also have oh my god yes and i've only actually watched i've only actually watched a free video that you get to see before you buy it and and i bought it and and i actually haven't watched it yet i'm not quite sure why maybe i will see and i um, but i i've i've like never watched like a woman jerk off before so it would but it was like because they're talking through it like it feels quite clinical yeah it's not very it's not very erotic it's like, it's not, like, that's it's like, like it's I just not arousing yeah, it no. doesn't turn you on but it's not supposed to be arousing maybe I'd get way more out of it if, if it was turning me on no it's, but but it's instructional the whole point it's is instructional. instructional you um, could be you might have a thing for that you know some people might yeah, have a no, thing sorry, for no that. judgment obviously let's not judge <laughs> some people might quite like a nice lady telling you about what happened to but her in the 70s I think it's quite impressive know. about how like because I've watched a few of the videos and I just think it's quite impressive that they're still able to like be so um open and honest no not even open and honest just like so like on the point like explaining everything that's happening to them because i feel like most people sort of get a bit like i couldn't give you get someone a bit cloudy headed yeah exactly well, i don't think i could give anyone like i i get told off because i basically have like a if you hadn't already worked this out like a, a my brain is like and my mouth it's like a, a, a stream of like running consciousness and everything i do in life is basically kind of a commentary i'm like I, I, I always say things to people like you didn't need to say that out loud and, and, and I do just feel like even I would struggle to to give a running commentary of, of how I was masturbating. Um and maybe I might try doing it next. Sorry, time. I say now that you gave a running commentary on your on your no, masturbating. No, 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 I was saying that like I, I've never I, I'm impressed that they like managed to do it. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Be like, oh, I'm rubbing this bit now, and, and did you know that this area has like all these senses? Well, it's, um, it's, it's, and, and I think it's great. I'm just like, it that's is great. I feel like maybe I want to give it a go. Hey, trip, maybe no. that'll be the next podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a podcast uh, where um, there's, it's just, she's an American comedian, and at the end of every podcast, she records herself having an orgasm, which is gosh. Can't remember the she's name obviously of it, but I she's it. far more effective than I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think we'd be here forever. We would be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't think so. Um, I'll work on it. I'll practice. Yeah, I'll practice it just takes more. a lot of time. It's endurance. It's, an, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm just Hannah. not good at endurance in general. I'm yeah. never good at cross country running either. I'm um, just, yeah. I mean, I think we've got a lot to say on this subject. I mean, I think there's also like a real political thing around orgasms and how like you know you know women or people with vaginas should generally like you know i think there's something about like having like recognizing that you have like you're entitled to that pleasure and entitled to that similar experience yeah. that a lot of like and then it's men not, have and then it, and it's not naughty or wrong or like simple. no and i think for so many women like we grow up with this idea that you know our pleasure is in some way like embarrassing or or you know shameful and i think that you know actually we have to be better at like having these conversations. And I, and I feel like, I mean, I have a lot of friends and I talk, I mean, I talk about sex all the time and I'm a very open person, um, which is obviously why I'm sitting on a podcast and I'm talking about my <laughs> orgasm habits. Yeah, but like, to say, really yeah. <laughs> and I think, oh. and I feel like, and I just think that's, you know, it's really important to sort of create, create and cultivate those spaces that people feel comfortable talking about that. And like, um, you know, and I think also for like my friends, like my, my male friends, um, and like they, they're a lot of them are very interested in sort of having these conversations as well. And I think that we just need to have a bit more of an open culture. Um, 
you know we could go we could go on for this for a very long time you might actually make two two podcasts yeah, maybe we'll orgasms. do another one let us know what you think um but yeah i guess i mean i think that will, that will do for today um so obviously uh, regular plugs um e- if you want to email us you can email us at viewsforvagina at gmail.com um send us your thoughts uh feedback questions uh and you can also follow us on twitter at, at v for, v is for vagina and yeah i mean that's what we'll be posting you know when our new uh, podcast come out and also um any sort of vagina related facts that we find quite interesting um anything else to plug don't think so no i don't think so yeah um so thanks for listening guys and hopefully we'll see you again soon yeah see you next week all right thanks guys bye